What's up? What's up? What's up? Live and direct from the podcast studio in the basement. Rick Paulton, Ryan Emman. It's a lot easier when I don't have to point to the yeah the thing. I can actually get it right because you're like actually right there. A different box. <laughs> I feel like so much smaller than you like sat back. Yeah, because you're like not sitting right there. We got to get better cameras. We're working on getting better cameras, up. microphones, all that good shit. There we go. <laughs> now you're even worse out of the shot. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Okay. No one. Everybody knows what I look. Like. Hey, Sean. What's up? Sean says, "Let's go." <laughs> um, I am. Uh, yeah. So anyway, let's set this thing up. So tonight is the big night. We are waiting on our guests to join. Before then, we will um just talk a bunch of God knows what. Running about fifteen minutes late due to misunderstanding the time. Okay, no mm-hmm. problem. Okay, um, that, that was um, Alan. He's going to be on in 15 minutes. So that's probably the time zone issue like I was uh, implying. <laughs> I, I, put, I put Eastern and everything, uh, but that's okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So um, I'm screwing this all up. I'm flaming out. So anyway, so how things been going? Well... He's back to life. Yeah, you guys man. seen him on the last the last podcast when he popped in for a minute. Yeah, not wasn't o- doing so good. Not only was I sick, and I still sound weird for sure. Oh, you I, look a million times better. Oh, my phone was sick too because as soon as I got on, my fucking phone fucked up and kicked me off. Oh yeah, I see yeah. that. <laughs> but as bad as you. All right, what's up, St. John, Michigan? Jason in the house. Karen in the house. All right. I just got a message from Alan. I think he was. I think he thought we were on Central Times. I believe he lives in Texas still. I don't know about um John. He's going to be on in about fifteen minutes, so we're going to freestyle until then. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to come on. We're going to obviously talk Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Got the the appropriate attire for tonight. Um, we're going to talk to some Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Alan is working on a new project called Weed Hacker Massacre, which I know very little about. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I see I got a trailer loaded up down here. We're going to play for you guys. It's uh, not a good version of the trailer. Did the best I could with what I could find. But um, we'll, we'll talk to Alan about that, find out what that movie's about. You and said Weed Hacker Massacre? I did say Weed Hacker Massacre. Interesting. It's, Interesting. Speaking of weed. Speaking of weed. Um, today, it's legal. today, today? As, as of today, like midnight last yeah, night. Yeah, midnight last night. Recreational marijuana is now legal in the state of Ohio, where we live. Yeah, but you can't buy it anywhere yet. That's true. Neither one of us because they didn't get the licenses at the distributors. Yeah. Neither one of us smoke pot anyway. No, we don't. <laughs> but we don't give a fuck if we do. <laughs> but we want, yeah, yeah we want it to be legal. It should for be. Sure. It should be for sure. Because it's harmless and yes. it's great for you. It's healthy. It's got vitamins and stuff. It's got. <laughs> it's got, it's got, electro, got, it's got, got electro. It's got electrolytes. <laughs> plants like plants crave, plants crave it. Crave. Plants crave that shit. <laughs> right on. So you know I'm on the mend. Yeah. I don't have my non-alcoholic beer. I got my ginger ale. It's an ale. So you know it is an ale. Though. I'm on the mend. So you still you still got an ale, even though it's a ginger ale. So, do we even talk about that shitty excuse for a football game that's going to be on tonight? I, well, you know what? Here's here's the thing. I made me a little parlay. Oh, for five dollars. Oh, five dollars. We need to hear about this. I, I got Allen Robinson to score a touchdown. Wow. Not going to happen. 
I mean, I, I don't know if anyone's going to score a touchdown <laughs> in this game. But if somebody does, has he got a good chance? I could, is, is he, is he he's starting? He's got a good chance. Is he starting? He's, he, uh, is he injured? I don't know. No, Me neither. He's, he's not injured. All right. So he was a thousand plus a thousand, and then oh, I yeah. put then I put um, Pittsburgh to lose. Lose. Okay. Because uh, New England money line. The New England money line because that was plus like three or four hundred. Because they got to be the underdog. But sure. they're gonna want to. Bill's gonna want to lose to get a higher draft pick. But then again, Bill might be out and he might not care. He ain't gonna be fired. No, he's not gonna be fired. He might be moving on. I think they're going to trade him if they're smart. Johnson, I can yeah. see that. They're going to trade him and then Bill quit. Depends on the contract. <laughs> He's done it before. I don't know what his contract is. So. Oh, it's a lot of money. Well, I know uh, uh, years is what I mean. So, what, And what was the third part of the parlay? Yeah. The over. The over? Ooh. The over. What's the over? Like 20 points? 30. 30? The lowest, the lowest over in 30-something years. Yeah, without terrible monsoon weather like that Dolphin-Steelers game from like 12 years ago. That game that ended three to nothing, but but the over was not thirty; it was more than that. Really? Yeah, because this is the been. lowest. This is the oh. lowest since nineteen ninety something. Yeah. Well, New England lost six nothing last week. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, points are going to be at a premium. I'm just saying, yeah. for five bucks, if it comes out, I get one hundred forty bucks. Mm. Not too bad. Not see, too bad. See, I have to. You know, the spread is what five points? I think I, I believe it is five. Is it? Five? I believe it is five. Let's see. It was five one at a time. It says five and a half. Okay. There you go. Uh, I mean, I got to pick Pittsburgh in this game to win. I just do because New England has no offense. And Pittsburgh doesn't have much of an offense either, either but their defense is fucking awesome. New England's defense is damn good too, though. So it's like mm-hmm. something's got to give. Like, I, 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 it wouldn't even surprise me if no touchdowns are scored in this game. Like, what are they going to do? You just are, are both of these teams just going to sell out to try to stop the run because neither team has a quarterback that can like get it down the field vertically or what? I don't know. Right? I, I don't know. I don't like yeah. it. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't like, like it anything about. I don't want to watch it. I'm speaking of gambling and all this though. For those of you that don't give a good goddamn about gambling, ESPN they still have this thing where if you load a couple bucks, make a two dollar bet, they'll give you four free $50 bets. Now you take a hundred of that money and put it against another one team and a hundred on the other team. And you're automatically guaranteed going to win $90. What's up? My sister's actually watching. How you doing BJ? First time I ever seen her watching right on. Um, I'm sorry. I know this is riveting, riveting, uh, yeah. riveting a thing. I'm communicating back and forth with the, the, the guests and we're doing our best to get this going. If you, Good, you. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not bad. Not bad. Could be better. Could always be better. Yeah, this is fucking brutal. I don't even know if I'm gonna bet this game. <laughs> it's just, it's just. So if you had to though, gun to your head, what would you pick? Pittsburgh money line. I mean, I don't even know if they cover because it's like they win this game nine to six. You know yeah. What I mean, like, here's like a thing. Maybe correct score bet. These are wild. Zero zero tie. Wow, you actually—it's plus fifty thousand. Once you pay you five grand on a ten-dollar bet, if this what? game ends in a zero-zero tie, that is wild. <laughs> I might just do that for ten dollars. For ten dollars, what would you win? Five grand. Oh well, hell. See, 
Yeah, $10 <laughs> wins 5000 How about that GTA 6 trailer? Oh, my God. I and it's still over a year away. So good. Did you see the trailer? <laughs> i seen bits and pieces so of it. Bits and pieces of 90 seconds? Yeah, I, I, dude. I mean, like, I was walking, <laughs> I was scrolling through. I seen part of it. I didn't actually watch the thing. I meant to watch it later. I never got a chance to. Because I'm always moving, like, 8 million miles an hour doing, like, eight different things for three different jobs. And yeah. It just, it's just crazy. If I could figure out a way to get paid from this job. That's that's what I really need to do to be able to make money doing this, because then I then, then my life would be a whole lot less stressful. Because this is my favorite of my three jobs. It's just the one that pays the absolute least. It actually costs me money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well kind of like how a, my music hobby, right? I would call it a career, but it was more of a hobby. Speaking of your hobby, oh yeah. Oh, right. can we talk about that? Sure. Can yeah, we talk about official. that. It's yeah. So uh, Ryan is returning to the stage in in New Jersey, and we do have listeners in New Jersey. We do. This is uh, closer to New York City, though, yeah? Yes. Yes. 15 minutes away. 15 minutes from the city. So um, we shared it on the page. We'll share it again. Um, New Jersey Death Fest. Is that yes. the name of the New show? New Jersey Death Fest 8. The original, the original lineup from um, Dislim, Ryan's band, mm-hmm. going to reunite, coming from all over the country, mm-hmm. all over the world, because doesn't Chad like, live he's in overseas? Canada. Was it? Oh, he's, he's in Canada. Canada right now. That guy's doing a lot of stuff. I know that. He's in Canada. Mike is in Jersey. 10 minutes away. Yeah, he's, he's got the shortest commute. Home field advantage for Mike for once, which is nice. And then the three, the other three of us are all local here, Cleveland guys. So <laughs> right on. So yeah, it's uh it's gonna be fun, man. It just the time was right, you know. And this December, actually, right after Christmas, it was between Christmas and New Year's of 2003. So 20 years going on was the last time the five of us all played together. Right on. So it'll be over 20 years since yeah, that line damn. played together. Time and, flies, and man. And 17 years since Dislin played at all. So it's going to be fun. March 16th. Right on. In uh, Clifton, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. The date, the date's probably important, right? Because you want to go. It's 15th and 16th. It's a fest, but we're playing uh, night two. You're playing night two, yeah. With uh, Dripping, who's also night in. I'm backstage waiting, except for we don't see you there, brother. I don't see anybody in here. Yeah. What the hell? Let me. I'm gonna send him a different code because it's something seems like it's not working. All right, guys, I am going to leave here for a, a half a second, but you probably could still hear us. Probably, definitely. I hope so. Anyway. Uh, technical difficulties. It just it all reminds me of when you were. Well, in- see, now they both have seen this. I sent a different link. Try that one. Okay. So we're we're, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> Alan is backstage waiting, but I don't know where he's waiting at because I don't see him on our do I. on our thingy here. So he should be right there. Mm-hmm. Um. I just sent him a different link. I'm gonna to try to send the send it to John as well, real quick. Um, where are these guys? Uh, Alan and John. There we go. Okay, so we have the link sent. 
and hopefully, hopefully we can get that in. We've come a long way since uh, you and our old pal. Bob. Oh, somebody! Somebody's John. in. John's in. John's John in. figured it out. Let's see, waiting on there Alan. He is. We're gonna hold on a second. Um, boop, boop, boop. I know this is uh, exhilarating. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna go ahead. John Dugan, how's yeah. it going, brother? Hey, hey how are you? What's going on, <laughs> right. um, Alan um, seems like he's having some difficulties getting in. He texts me, he says he's backstage, but I don't see him on the thing. So I sent him a different link, and maybe maybe, maybe this will work. Hopefully this will work. You figured it out. Uh, <laughs> it's like, like, maybe. Get out of back of my cat. Sorry. <laughs> He always has to know what the hell's going on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we got one too. Yeah. He's over there. Thank God. He'll he'll probably make a run, and he does yeah. that from time to time. So, <laughs> so, so what's happening, guys? So um, That's pretty well. Where where you where you where are you at, John? In my living room. <laughs> I, I mean, but what part of the country? Oh, Nashville, Tennessee. Outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, Tennessee. Out in the country. Yeah, I think Alan thought we were on um, Texas time. Yeah. And I think that's why he had some issues, but then now he's, I don't know. Well, he I says, just spaced it out. So I saw Alan's, uh, Alan said something. I said, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's backstage waiting, but I don't see him. I don't oh. know what's going on. And then I sent him another link, but he hasn't tried it yet. So we'll see. We'll see if he, he can get this going. Well, I got um, this off of Alan's link. <laughs> yeah, no, I sent both of you together, and then one to him itself. But I think yeah, I mean, it. I got it off of Alan's. I got it off of Alan's. Uh, Alan's messages. I didn't check mine. I just got it off of Alan's. So he's doing something wrong. <laughs> they, they say the same thing. Yeah, they do. All right. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so, um, well, I guess we. Well, can you, start have to, with you know, you have to enter the studio after you get backstage. What's that? You have to end, you first end up backstage, then you have to enter the studio. Maybe he's not noticing that or something. I'm going to tell him what you just said. There's a thing that says enter the studio. Try that. <laughs> it's just like when you try to interview Bobby Heckman the first time. Oh, yeah, that was, that, that was madness, too. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're not really good with all this technology either, so we're all new to all this stuff too. Like we're oh, getting yeah. new stuff. Alan and I are both over seventy years old, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, yeah, you guys have an excuse. We just we just suck. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, we had a, we had a black and white TV that got two channels. Okay. <laughs> Trump says Leatherface might have got Alan. Leatherface might have got Alan. <laughs> <laughs> <The> hammer. <laughs> Well, we'll give we'll give him a second. We'll we'll, we'll we'll um start with some questions and hopefully he can come in. But anyway, so for those watching at home, this is uh, John Dugan, who was Grandpa Sawyer in the 1974 movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is obviously everybody here knows the movie. It's one of the greatest horror movies of all time. As usual, Jerry is missing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna send Franklin and Sally down to the 
down to the, the, the little swimming hole to see see where he's at. <laughs> Deep in the movie. I'm the witcher. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Yeah, man. So what, what he was the first guy I met. He was the first one I met on set my first day there. <laughs> well, oh, was Paul Pertain? Yeah. Yeah. He was sitting in, he was sitting in his wheelchair and <laughs> it's like seven o'clock in the morning. I, I went straight from the airport to a location for a while before I went to my apartment. And uh, he was sitting there in his wheelchair and he had <laughs> He had taken some folding lawn chairs and created like a, a conversation. Oh, wait a minute. Alan. He's down at the bottom here. Hold on. Oh, so you know what? We're going to do. We're going to do this. Remove this. I found Alan. Chainsaw Jerry adding to the stage. All right. Yes. yes. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> it's a long story. I couldn't do it on the on my computer. I'm on on the phone. I'm wearing shades because I had an accident Sunday night. I think I said the wrong thing to Mike Tyson on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, well you got in. That's all that matters. There's, there's, yeah. there's yeah. Um, some people in the comments saying the Leatherface got you. Yeah. Again. <laughs> I think I picked up the wrong hitchhiker. That's really what. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> I had um I had some trailers up here on the thing. So when you came in, when you finally got in, you were way down at the bottom, and I couldn't see anything. And the, I just noticed a little sliver, and I'm like, oh, there he is. Yeah, I'm okay. here. <laughs> so we got Alan Danziger, Chainsaw Jerry, and right. we got John Dugan, Grandpa Sawyer from 1974's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, it's a 50 year anniversary this year, right? Right. Right. 74, the, well, yeah. 2024 it'll be the 50th anniversary and um yeah so how, how you doing jerry i'm doing as well as i can be doing you know i'm doing fine, doing fine. <laughs> doing fine. And, and and where are you um where are you at tonight um it's a johnson tennessee where are you at i'm in austin texas you're in texas okay all right so you guys aren't you guys aren't from texas though are you i'm from no. the bronx right? i'm from texas town in the bronx yeah you yeah. Right on. And um, I, I'm, from, uh, I'm from Indiana originally. Okay. But when I was I was living in uh in Chicago when I got the call to do chainsaw. Okay. Cool. And um, my, my situation my situation is that I came down to Austin to go to graduate school, and uh, I got a, a a couple of master's degrees, one in in uh, social work and one in social psychology, nice. and. In doing that, that's how I got to meet Toby, and I was in his first movie, a movie called Eggshells. Yeah, I oh, saw that. You yeah. seen it? No, I'm not. Thirty-one people. I didn't see the movie. I saw that he was in it. <laughs> I've, I've been doing my homework, listening to some podcasts that you've done, Jerry. And every time you tell a story about Eggshells, you say, "I think thirty-one people seen it." I thought we had one next <laughs> no. to us, but he yeah. says no. Where do you even see that? It's on YouTube. No, you, can, you can Google it. I think and you can Google uh, XL. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, see, John's yeah, not one of the 31 either. <laughs> and, and, I like and, to see that. And, Me too. And, and speaking of that, while I'm I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant. Go ahead, there's, there's a scene in that movie, and we shot that in 1969. Mm -hmm. And I'm at the stairwell, and, and my wife at the time, my son is like eight months old, and Kim Hinkle is reading some poetry to me, which seems like gibberish. And so 
he's he's reading it. I'm looking down. I'm looking around, and all of a sudden, I go, "Are you talking to me?" <laughs> and I said that line seven or eight years before it was said by Robert De Niro in uh, <laughs> in a Taxi Driver. And in Taxi Driver, there's a scene from Chainsaw, which leads me to believe that they not only saw a chainsaw, but they might have seen eggshells. And I think they may have written the off. Oh, no. I think they owe you some residuals, man. Well, I'm, I'm looking for some an attorney that can do like pro bono or sunny bono or peri bono. <laughs> <laughs> Sean says, Taxi Jerry. <laughs> Taxi Jerry. Yeah, they, yeah. they owe you some residuals because for that film, I was doing my research, you got paid 400 bucks for that thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I seen that uh I don't know what everybody made, but I got I found some numbers. Terry McMinn got paid 700. And mine was installments. And yours was installments of 400? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So multiple 400s or 100 yeah, 100 100? A couple of payments. So what are you going to do? That's, that's <laughs> and I heard so I seen Gunner got 800, but I, I could see from Terry McMinn though why she got paid more than you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just got I gotta show you this residual check I just got. <laughs> well, I love these. I, yeah. I work at a check cashing store and I've seen them from everybody. Like it's crazy. Like I, I've seen residual checks for like as little as like 21 cents. I got one for five cents a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> this one this one's forty-one cents. Forty-one. Forty-one? All right. That's right. you're doing better than some people. Crazy. <laughs> There it is, baby. There it is. Actually, gross, it was 86. Usually for more than the 41 cents, but I've cashed them. It was actually 86 cents gross after taxes. It's crazy, man. I wonder if John Larroquette got his joint paid to him in installments for doing the voiceover. Speaking of, I had a question about that. Well. Well, we'll get to that. Let, let's start with um. So, what was your what were you into before you um you did the movie? Um, he um Jerry was uh going to school for psychiatry and things like that. I was uh, I was uh doing a, a children's play at the Goodman Theater in Chicago. I was between my, I was between my second and third year in theater school at the Goodman Theater, the Art Institute of Chicago. Right on, uh, awesome. And I was doing a children's play for the summer. The Terradiddle Tales. We we told folk tales and sang folk songs from around the world. <laughs> you know, dressed up in tights and you put a, like a hat on or a jacket, you know, like a sombrero and sing a Mexican song or something. And it was uh, two shows a day, six days a week for $275. <laughs> Right on, right on. It was actually a lot of money back in those days. Yeah, well, yeah. Sell those yeah you could live on that back then. Lorena sure. yeah. Fays, what's up? She says, apologies, dealing with tech issues at work. It's all good. It's all good. We just got started a couple minutes ago anyway because we were having um, a little bit of trouble getting everybody on and everything. So um, as he brought up, John Larroquette got paid weed to do his part of the movie. I was wondering, did either one of you guys smoke this weed with him? And if so, how was it? Since today is the day legal in Ohio. I didn't I didn't meet Laura Kett until oh. uh I was living in Hollywood in uh geez, the late seventies. It was like nineteen seventy seven or seventy eight. Mm -hmm. And there, there there was a there used to be a, a 
an actress hangout on Santa Monica Boulevard uh, called the Rain Shack Room. Yeah, and you could actually have your answering service forwarded there. <laughs> they had three house phones. They had three house phones on the wall: a red one, a tan one, and a black one. And your your answering service would call, you know. And Jim Jimmy Fields, the bartender. Would say like, "Hey, Dugan, red phone," you know. <laughs> you get up off your bar stool. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, it was a fun place, man. Everybody in there were actors, you know, out of work and shit. Mm-hmm. And Larry Kent was a regular in there, you know, before he quit drinking and everything. And I, the thing is, he he knew that I was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and he never told me that he did a voiceover on that. Really. <laughs> Well, well, I, I, I think I think he wasn't proud of it or something. You know, it was it was before it became a cult favorite. You know, I, I read somewhere. Re, well, probably while I was doing my research for this, that in two thousand, as of two thousand and eight, he hadn't even seen the movie. Really, I don't know if he'd seen it since, but somebody was asking him about it. That well, it wouldn't surprise me. It really yeah. wouldn't surprise me at all. He was, he was I have movies I've never seen before. He was too busy passing those uh, night court residual checks. <laughs> they were a little bit bigger. They were a little bit bigger. A little bigger. Fucking hey, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so uh, Rob says that he, he, he he's a St. John, Michigan Jason. He says he wants you guys to come to Michigan, but that's where I met these guys. You should have been there, Rob. Yeah. They were in Michigan. We were at um Nate. Nate, uh, the guy that owns the horror museum, can't remember his name off the top of my head. Nate uh, Thompson. Uh, Nate, uh, Thompson. Is it Thompson? That's what I thought it was too. Yeah, I'm friends with him on Facebook. He owns the horror museum. Great guy. Um, yeah, it was a tattoo. It was the uh, tattoo. Tattoo convention. I got my head tattooed right before I met you. Right. <laughs> yeah, Your it was a head? good time. You should have came down, Rob. Next year. Next Your year. Does it again. What's that? You got your head tattooed. Right before I met you guys, like literally, well, you weren't there yet. Jerry was just setting up. I was finishing up, and then I went over, and then you had just pulled in. But I, I don't know. My my hair is growing over. It's, I don't know if you could see it. Ah. Yeah. The least painful tattoo I ever had. It was amazing. I was so shocked. I was scared, and the tattoo artist was making fun of me because I asked him for numbing cream. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so, um, yeah, it was a really good experience for sure. So, so um, you guys are doing the con circuit now, and I heard on a, a – last year I was go, trying to get to meet you guys. You guys were at Cinema Wasteland in Cleveland. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I heard that was your that was your first convention you ever did, right, um, Alan? Yeah, it was in uh, 2004. And uh, as I've said, in, in, you know, many times is I didn't really know what I was going to be meeting. I honestly thought I'd be meeting serial killers or wannabes. And uh, it turned out these were the nicest folks you could ever imagine. They just loved this movie. And it's, and it's just amazing that it's just continued on, you know, 15, 50 years in the making. And we start, I guess, our world tour uh, in February, where we'll be in Ontario, California. And that's gonna, I think it's going to be a big deal. Oh, no, yeah, definitely, definitely. But you guys, last year, you guys had a, a, a – I ended up – I got – I had to go to Minnesota for work. I'm pretty sure that was the weekend. I was looking forward to because I I've never been to any convention until Cinema Wasteland this year. I've never I've always wanted to do them. I didn't know I live in Cleveland my whole life. I've never heard of this thing. It's a great. That was it. Really, it's a oh, very it's, it's fun. awesome. I went. Yeah. That's year. my favorite. It may be my favorite con to do. A lot of people, yeah. a lot of people say that, and it's great. But yeah. I just 
being a horror fan from Cleveland, you would have thought I would have heard of this thing. And I never did. And him either, you know. And um, I went this past year. They did a sleepaway camp reunion a couple months ago. And I went for that. And that was my first at time at an actual convention. We did a mini convention yeah. that my friend Brian Emanizer, who's in the comments, ran uh, in Blairstown, New York, at the diner for the Friday the 13th thing. And that was really cool. But I had never seen, like, an actual convention with the vendors and the celebrities. And But, yeah, you guys had, like, a bunch of cast members, producers from the movie. And I was, Texas Chainsaw the Massacre is my – second favorite horror franchise after Friday the 13th. So I was, I really, really wanted to get to that. And I was really upset that I couldn't. So I was really glad I got to meet you guys in Michigan. Well, that, that, that convention and the one in, uh, in Dallas, uh, Frightmare are the two, two of the biggest that I've ever done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to get out to Texas. Cause I seen, um, when you go to Texas, uh, Texas events, you, you actually take the van with you. I did. I did the, when we did uh, Frightmare, but that was my first time doing it. And one of the fans uh, said that the color of the van wasn't correct. And so he, <laughs> come on. Yeah. So he <laughs> the right color and I had it repainted. And now I even have, I have an animatronic leather face and I have uh, Franklin in the, in the van, in the wheelchair. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I seen a, a I was looking through some YouTube videos. And I seen a video of you. It was um, a chainsaw Jerry's 80th birthday. Right. So right. that's what I see. Yeah. I see your giant leather. He's face. old. He's really old. I'm like a teenager compared to him. In all fairness, in all fairness, he has all his teeth and he walks better than I do. So. <laughs> that just means you had more fun, John. <laughs> <laughs> so in the movie, um, John, John, Jim, Jim Sidow. Was he played your son in the film and was it actually twenty years older than you? Is it that, that that right? You were pretty young when you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thing is, he was only in his forties, and we referred to him as the old man. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was his character's name, right? Wasn't it? No, that was a cook. Yeah. The cook. <laughs> he had no name. I don't think they. Were he had name. a daughter my age you know, too. Most in the credits, they didn't, but they got the names later and nicknames. In part two, they called him. The cook, yeah, yeah, just the cook, and um, Nubens, Nubens, the hitchhiker. He, he they Nubbins. never said his name in the movie, the but later it comes nah. out that it's his name. Right, I don't know where they came up with that. Yeah, I think he made up shit as they went. But uh, yeah, I think this. Film I, you know, I've had. Uh, but you know, as an actor, at least I always, I always, you know, have to do a background and make a history up for somebody, and uh, so I had to have a name for Grandpa. And, which I've never told anyone. <laughs> and, but I've had people uh, offered me money to tell them what Grandpa's first name is. <laughs> and I never don't. It's just something I want to keep to myself, you know. Right on, yeah. Maybe someday. Cool. Somebody offers me a grand, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I might change my mind. <laughs> Seems like it wouldn't take too much convincing after showing us that forty-one cent check. <laughs> so in the movie, yeah, no shit. <laughs> so the the dinner scene in the movie, which is legendary for the rotting food on the table and how hot it was, just yeah. how miserable it was to shoot. Which was the whole your your whole time in the movie was pretty much at that dinner table. So I wanted to know what was worse: the smell of the rotting food. Or the smell of gunners, Gunner Hansen. Oh, Gunner. 
Absolutely <laughs> done. No hesitation. Because he couldn't wash his shirt. No, no, seriously, man, he, didn't even smell, he didn't even smell human. It was like plant. <laughs> it was like Martian BO or something. It was real. Martian BO. Not even human BO. <laughs> it was absolutely fucking disgusting. And you, but and he had to be. He had been wearing the same shirt for two fucking weeks by the time <laughs> I got there. It had to be really hard on you too, being under the prosthetic too. Like, oh god, I just had to. Honestly, the classic photo of me, uh, the portrait of me sitting outside in my rocking chair under a tree, is yeah. my main publicity photo. Uh, I was sitting there just zenning out. You know, I've been in makeup at that point for the it's been 24 hours since I sat in the makeup chair. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, Dr. Barnes, I think, who did my makeup, who who created my makeup, um, saw me sitting there and he, he came over with his camera and he was also a professional photographer and uh, snapped that photo. But I was just I still recall I was sitting there. And there was a bit of a breeze. Sun was just coming up, and I was just in total. I had to zen out. I had to find a happy place and go to it. Otherwise, I would just start ripping my makeup off. You know, it was yeah. that horrible. It was awful. It was hotter than hell. Oh yeah. That, that, speaking of that makeup, we had I had some questions about that. So, um, the, the 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 makeup process. How long did that take to get you to look? You were supposed to be like 115 or something, right? 113. 113. Okay. That's the number of makes a big difference. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> at, at that age, it does make a difference, I'm sure. <laughs> but it first time it took seven hours to apply it. Seven hours? And then, had, and then I had to work for like ten or twelve hours. That was an easy day. Second time it was about four and a half or five hours once I knew what they were doing. So and while I had to work. in the makeup, did you I had, you work, I had to work for like 24 fucking hours after that. <laughs> yeah, it had to be brutal, yeah, for sure. So um while you were in the makeup, did you uh see today's day and age, like you, you'd have a cell phone and you're probably right. calling people and fucking with them. But were you yeah. did you go anywhere like in the makeup and like mess with people while you were looking old like that? Well, the first time they put the makeup on. Uh, I wasn't on set. I was uh, at Dr. Barnes' house at his office. He was a mm -hmm. uh, he was a cosmetic surgeon, an artist, a photographer, a sculptor, an architect. One of those fucking guys, you know. Yeah, yeah in his forties, thick and rich. I just wanted to slap the fuck out of him. Yeah, well, everybody likes that. I just want to slap the fuck out of You know, nothing personal, Doc. You know, but, <laughs> um, so we did it in his studio, in his uh, office, and they drove me out to set. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we get stuck. <laughs> we get stuck at a red light or something in the city, and I turn and look at the person in the car next to us, you know, and just do a real slow head turn. <laughs> like that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, oh. <laughs> right as the lights turning green, you know, like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. 
It's like you never seen a 113 year old man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's the matter? <laughs> the makeup was amazing, and what I was. What's the matter with you? What's that? Respect your elders. <laughs> I, I was um checking out that um the guy's credits, but he didn't do anything else. He just did this. Like he was, he was so good, and I figured I figured he would go on to do other movies, but I don't. I didn't see anything else. He, in his he was a. He was a hobbyist, and it was a challenge to him, and he didn't need the dough. He nailed it, man. He had to. He was a he was a photographer for Penthouse magazine. Well, that's a good gig if you can get it. Well, where do I sign up? For and that? and he was a cosmetic surgeon, so I don't want that job. Yeah, uh, that, that sounds like a lot of work. His his, uh, his uh, main business was pretty much breast augmentation. You know. Oh. Oh. He did Marilyn. That's how we that, he met. Him. We met him through Marilyn Burns. Oh, right on. That's the thing about yeah. these, these Texas Chainsaw movies. I swear to God, they got they got the best looking women in all of them. Oh, uh, like, yeah. They, they they really they really nail that part, man. Like all these horror franchises, Texas Chainsaw, far and away the best looking women. Uh, God, who was the one that was? Who was the one that was in 3D? Alexandra. Alexandra Daddario. Yeah. And you were Dario. in Chainsaw 3D. And, uh, yeah. My uh, second day, my first day or second day on set there, I was one of the first people in the, in the cast and crew van to go out. Our location was like 45 minutes away uh, from uh, Shreveport, mm -hmm. where we were staying. And it was, it was over 100 degrees in the morning. <laughs> And it was a 13-passenger van that the air conditioning didn't work if you weren't going down the road. You had to have some RPMs going <laughs> to make the AC work. So we're all sitting there sweating and waiting for her. And we're all bitching about a goddamn. <laughs> she thinks she's a fucking movie star. She's going to goddamn. <laughs> and then she comes out and she sits right next to me. Her hair is still wet. I can smell her shampoo. <laughs> and she turns and looks at me. She turns and looks at me with those eyes and said, sorry, sorry, I'm late. I was like, oh, hey, no problem, no problem. <laughs> Everybody in the band was like, hey, no, take your time, man. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Five minutes before, we go, fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah she, she's something. Her and... Um, <laughs> I hope she sees this and knows that it was just Jessica Biel. Yeah. Jessica Biel. I, I like Alexander Daddario the best, but Jessica Biel was pretty. Oh, talented. she is incredibly mesmerizing. She's so beautiful. I mean, right. and oh. Terry McMinn and and um, Marilyn Burns weren't too shabby themselves. Oh, how <laughs> no? Your film. I mean, not at all. The shot where they they, they got um, um Pam walking up to the house and she's wearing oh, yeah. little, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a classic. All the shot from under the red shorts. Yeah, and then the the shot that they almost classic. The shot that they Terry didn't know. Terry didn't realize what that shot was until she saw it in a fucking movie theater. Yeah, she was apparently she was more she was mortified because her parents because her parents were going to see it. Yeah. Oh, I don't think. Yeah, I thought it was rather tasteful. I there was nothing that not tasteful. I don't about think there it, was right? anything gratuitous about it at no, all. No, no, I just the, the positioning of everybody, and I guess they created like something where it they roll through yeah, and it framed the house perfectly. Perfect, and it like just kept getting bigger. That yeah. was the whole idea. That's but probably, I, I heard that um Toby Hooper that they told him that that shot wasn't on the storyboard and no. they couldn't do it, and he said. 
fuck it, we'll walk. From a technical <laughs> from a technical standpoint, that's probably the most beautiful shot of the movie. And a lot of people think that too. Yeah. I mean, it's very very famous for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't well, know. Jimmy's still no, here. I, I, I think the actually the final the final shot yeah. of the sun coming up and and uh, uh, Gunner doing the dance of frustration with the chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, right on. Pretty much the most beautiful shot in the film, I think. So Lorena, I'll give Pam a second. Yeah, I give her just for the butt alone. <laughs> <laughs> she said she'd have more of a problem with the meat hook than the short shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, I guess was um very painful for for her. It was uh, she couldn't? She, it was uh, like a minute at a time for that. It's real hard to to shoot. Again, um, I see Jerry stole boxes there, but I didn't yeah. hear him say anything. I don't see any video, so hopefully he'll come back in and join us. In a, I hope. Let I can, ah, ah, get down, 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 down. God damn it! Move. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, brother. Heading for the Christmas tree. Cats, that's oh. what they do. I, I have a husky. That's why we don't even have a Christmas tree. Because still, oh, fuck. <laughs> the tail have... alone would knock it down. <laughs> yeah. We have a small one. We have a small one. We have up on a table, but and cats the just cats love knocking things off tables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, so so um, in the movie. Let's see. I, 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 in my opinion, the rest of the family was more scary than Leatherface. I think. I agree. Because um, Leatherface was just—he was what he was. He was a big, giant, hawking man that yeah. will cut you up with a chainsaw. You know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of the family was just like they were so chaotic and and just insane. Yeah. That they. they you know, God damn that dinner party scene. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It <laughs> took us forever to do that. Toby had a really strange fucking method. <laughs> but, you know, it was his first feature film, so, you know, whatever. But um, in that scene particularly, when it came down to doing close-ups, you know, you do, what you usually do is do a couple of master shots. You do a master, run the whole scene from one side, Run the whole scene from the other side of the table. One from one end, one from the other one. Mm -hmm. Maybe. And that's a lot. And then you break it up into two shots and uh, close-ups, and you just do a few lines, you know, between mm -hmm. a couple of people. So they have something to edit, you know, so they can edit and all that stuff. Well, he ran every time. He'd run the entire fucking scene, mm -hmm. you know. Ed Neal saying three uh, three lines, you know, and we'd all have to do the whole scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he when the camera's not even on you or anything, you know, it's a fucking close-up. Yeah, <laughs> Just give him a couple of lines with it. God damn it. Or have him say all of his lines. Have him say all of his lines in the scene, and then you can edit it up. And burns up film. I mean, the thing is, we got our film for... for or short is and stuff like that. It's a film that these guys have been saving all through uh, grad school and everything. Short ends of reels mm -hmm. and then put them together, you know. Uh, so we didn't really pay anything for uh, anything except the developing of the film. Oh yeah, I mean, very low budget as it was. Every dollar counted. 
Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. But they were shooting on 35 and had to pay for the film. <laughs> God. He would we would have been able to make it. <laughs> I don't think. So, so I um, so I'm try- I got questions for Jerry, but I don't know where he's at. <laughs> Wait for him to get back in. But I can hear you. Oh, you can hear? Can you hear okay. Yeah, I can hear you. I didn't know if you were there or not. No, no we I'm can not. hear you. I, just, I can't. I can't you, but that's okay. Hearing can, is more important. I can hear what you're saying. Good. No, we can hear you. What? So, um. Okay. So, Jerry, uh, with the new Texas Chainsaw game, have you gotten to see that yet? And what would you think no, about it? No, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the video game. I just heard about it. Well, the video game, I think we don't even exist, or I don't even exist. It's like a prequel. No, I, I, well, oh, yeah, so you wouldn't be – I was just – because my next question was, did you get money for it? <laughs> I did, no. I'm in it, and I didn't get money You're for it, it, so – you didn't get no yeah, pay? I didn't get. Any, I didn't get paid for it because they consider that a, a mask that I'm wearing. Uh, you know. And they own the mask. Uh, I, I know some guys like that. Yeah. Not, not, you know, it's obviously it's me. Mm. Uh, from what yeah, I understand, it's not even just so I am actually your face you know, was changed, correct? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot them off a little business letter and see what I can get out of them. I mean, you hey, 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 uh, yeah, this isn't just a creation. The, the the makeup wasn't just a creation. It was your actual face, just aged, yeah, made up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So therefore, that is you, and that's your likeness. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna this week shoot them off a letter. You know, it's and, not, hey, it's not like, oh, well, Alan, have you seen a pinball game? No, I see that today. The pinball game. Did you see that, Jerry? No, no. It comes out this comes out tomorrow, but I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Know, they've already posted a, a like a trailer thing for it. Yeah. But you're in, you're that. in the you're in the video. Well, there you video. Go, Jerry, you got to get on that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even I didn't even. Sign I don't know. If, I don't know if your voice your voice might be in the game. Huh. Mm. If that's the case, they owe you some fucking money. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, we, we're moving on. We're moving on. I'll see if I can message it to you. So, so uh, let's see. Let's see. Where am I at here? Got these things. Ah, damn it. So um, I think they're not the only ones that owe you some money, too, because I found this. See, we got there's a picture of Jerry in the movie. Yeah. Alan, right? Yeah. And then I'm thinking about The Simpsons. And I got this guy. And the Simpsons got the most money. Yeah. We're talking about that owes you money. Yeah. I think they got the most money, and I think you really need to. Hey, man, they need to pay you. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, well, you know. In, uh, in James Janice's uh, re- re- review of the movie, it's called Kill Count 1974. He refers to me as this 30-year-old disco stew-looking dude. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, they, yeah. they, the glasses, the afro. The, I know. The, the, I, know. The I mean, they, they, they owe you some money. 
And you can't Everybody tell me the damn movie. Oh, Matt Groening's seen it. Yeah. <laughs> he rips off the two bar prank calls and never paid those guys. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's like the most like, one of the most iconic horror movies of all time. He's seen the movie, of course. <laughs> so, so when you were when you were shooting the van scenes and you had a. Uh, you 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 had uh, the hitchhiker in there, and then you had um, uh, Paul Pertain, uh What's his name? Franklin. Franklin. And then mm-hmm. you know you guys in the front seat. Was there a cameraman in the in there as well? I mean, how crowded was that van? Very. It was like a clown <laughs> car. It was like a clown car. You know what I mean? Everybody. Was I mean, in I'm that watching van. this, and I'm like, God, because like back then, like you know, like you know, we, cameras the size of cell phones now, but then it's probably it just big. a giant rigged up <laughs> yeah. camera and lights and. Yeah, they had the camera, they had the lights, they had Daniel Pearl, they had Wayne Bell. I mean, they had everybody in the van. Plus, it was like a oh, street. That's crazy. That's crazy. Sound guy, yes. camera operator, and Toby, and film both. And, <laughs> yeah. And the windows up. I and mean, they had, they had the windows rolled up. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. that In, in Texas, in, in July and August, and man, it's like... Average probably of like 110 degrees every day. Right on, right on. Yeah, it's, it's like it was like being in Africa. I mean, <laughs> right on. So, um, let's uh, let's talk Hello? about um, yeah, yeah, we're here. Um, that that um, your new your new project. We talked about it before you got on, Jerry. Uh, the the, the the weed hacker massacre. Um, what what's going? What's that about? Um, what do you got? You know, what can you tell us about that? It's about ninety minutes long. Okay, are you in the film as well, John? Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> See, I gotta. You have to uh, ask Jerry. I haven't even read the script yet, so <laughs> I mean, Alan. <laughs> Alan yeah. Hold on, I think I got a, a a trailer for it. Let me see if I. If I do this right, let's see if I did this right. I probably didn't. It's probably not going to work. Uh, and Willie has a great I'm not sure. with a wonderful station wagon and his beautiful girlfriend Candy. I'm not his girlfriend. But something else was in the cars. Full trailer, <laughs> I couldn't find, but that's the best I could do with that. And I, I figured, um, Jerry or Alan, I keep saying Jerry, um, would want to see that or want us to talk about that since he's uh producing the movie, but then he's gone, so we can't yeah, talk about he it. Disappeared. He disappeared, maybe he'll come back. He's having a little technical difficulties, so we'll go back to the <laughs> question. That- <laughs> Sorry. During the, the the feeding grandpa scene, where I heard that they really did cut Marilyn's finger, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, they did. The gadget wasn't working; it kept getting clogged up. It was a little bulb with a little plastic tube on the, you know, uh, the opposite mm-hmm. side of what was on the camera. Right on. So you can see it. it ran down the blade, and then he was supposed to squeeze that tube and draw a line of blood out. Yeah. 
Well, after mm-hmm. about three times, he just took the fucking tape off of Cutter and jammed it in my mouth. <laughs> so, so didn't they, they? So they put her finger in your mouth. Was it actually bleeding? Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't notice it because I had stuff in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> I had dental appliances in my mouth to uh, make it look like I had no teeth. So I didn't really notice it. And I found out on stage in front of fucking three hundred people. At a Q and A about mm. ten years ago. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's a crazy. Yeah. Uh, Jer- Jerry's texting me now. Is a Alan, 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 Jerry, Jerry, Alan. We just we don't want to typecast him too much. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that that, that 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 I thought that was pretty crazy. There's a lot of crazy stuff about this film for sure. I think that's all the questions they had written down. It's either he had more technical difficulty or he actually got a disco stew check and it blew his mind. <laughs> disco stew. Dude, isn't that wild? Have you ever seen that? The, the, the disco stew from The Simpsons and seen how much it looks no, like? No, That's crazy, we'll put man. Put that up again. Put, we'll that up put again. it up again? Put okay. Up again. So we got... <laughs> I, I mean, it's him. You, you can't tell me it's not. That is Alan. <laughs> that is Alan. And, and Matt Groening was freaking cash because that, that character has been on the show multiple times for 30 something years. For 30 something yeah. years. And it's one of the highest grossing shows of all time. They make more money, they print money, and they, 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 they stole our friend Alan's money. And we're going we're, we're gonna to do something about it, goddammit. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, oh, back to the comments. There's all kinds of comments. Let's see. Uh, we'll go back over here. Nice. All kinds of stuff. Do, 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 do. So where were we? Yeah. So watch out, Matt Groening. Um, Charles Sherrod Jr. from the Dive Podcast. He says, love the show, guys. Love your guests, and they need to go and get ready for his show. So good job, everyone. The van scene <laughs> was so unsettling. The whole damn movie was unsettling. Yeah, that was and that's why it was so great. Yeah. So have you um have you have you gotten into any of the other Texas Chainsaw films after this one? Oh, you were in two of them. Yeah, he was. You were in two of them. I, I'm in two. I'm in three of them. I mean, that's what I meant. Two, two sequels. Two yeah. sequels. So you're in three movies. Yeah, I play a cop in the third. I play a cop in the fourth one. Mm-hmm. And I played Grandpa again in the sixth one. Which was a record in between um, time playing a character until Nick Castle. Just yeah, broke. it was until just last year or something. I think. Yeah, Nick yeah. Nick Castle broke it in 2018 with the 2018 Halloween. Well, not yeah. 2018. I think he broke that. Yeah, what an asshole! I didn't yeah. give him permission. Yeah. To they didn't let you have that, huh? You know, I know him. Like, you know, I could have stopped it. <laughs> Sean, Sean says she got color the hard way. Yeah. Talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I could have kidnapped him or something. <laughs> so, they, they all right, so Alan says that he won't be able to get back on. He has to be somewhere in 15 minutes. For rep, we can reschedule and talk more about um, a Weed Hacker Massacre later. Happy New Year's to all the cha- – happy holidays, happy New Year's to all the Texas Chainsaw fans out there. So I'm going to text him back. Awesome, and thanks for coming. And then we will continue. All right. <laughs> so so did you – um did, so, so, um, did you watch any of the other um, sequels or just the ones you were in? Uh, I've never seen. Oh, yeah, I've seen 3D. Yeah, uh, I like that one a lot. And Adam Adam Marcus is a is a friend of mine, and uh, he um, they they really butchered his script in that. They changed a lot of stuff. 
I think, you know, because he wanted it to take place 20, 20 something years after the original movie. Because if if Alexander Daddario is a baby from 1974, yeah, you know she's only in her 20s, but all of a sudden this movie takes her to 2000s. Yeah, the timeline the timeline's really screwed up. But he and then he didn't want cell phones in it because he wanted it to take place in the 90s. He definitely didn't say do your thing because that wasn't on him. But speaking of Adam Marcus, you were in a film called uh, uh, the Once and Future Smash. And Adam's in it as well. I know nothing about this movie except for the fact that Adam's in it. I, I am not. <laughs> if I'm in it, it's it's a uh, well. Neil Neil is a old friend of mine. Yeah, you're credited. Uh, you're credited. So in maybe it. there's a maybe I uh, there was a voice thing I did for him or something. I can't recall, but I know I didn't shoot anything for it. Oh right, so. yeah. I have no idea what it is. I just um, oh, Adams right. brought it up a couple times, and he's shared stuff from it. And uh, and like I said, I know he's. And again, he might be in it the same way you're in it, you know, <laughs> where he's not actually in it. So, and, yeah. Because there's a lot of actors credited, and all the actors that are credited are credited. Like you're credited as John Dugan, and he's credited uh, as Adam Marcus. Like nobody's credited as like a character. So I'm. Just right. no idea what the film is. I have to look more into it myself. Archive footage, maybe. Well, you know, uh, but they're not credited as archive footage. Uh, Neil, Neil, I, you know, Neil has interviewed me on his show numerous times. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just a cool guy. I met him on the road. Uh, he was a really fucking cool guy. <laughs> anyway, right he may have used a clip of one of my uh, appearances on his show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because like, like I that. said, it, it's real weird because everybody is credited as their own name. There's like one guy that's got like an actual character name. Um, Mikey St. Michaels is credited as Mikey Smash. And then there's a guy, William Mouth, which is Bill Whedon, directed by Sofia Coppola. Really? No, 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 not Coppola. No. Cachola, Cachola. Okay. But yeah, Victor Miller. He's credited as Victor Miller. Mark Patton. A lot of horror, and everybody's a horror guy. Um, Lloyd Kaufman. Vic Miller, uh, Vic Miller wrote the original Friday the 13th. Exactly, yes. Melanie Kinneman. Like, all I the actual name. So I, I got I to gotta find this and watch this. Anybody in the comments, watch this thing? No, who knows? <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out because it's it's just it's, it keeps coming up in just every discussion I'm having, and like I see it on Facebook. I have no idea what it's about. No, and I figured you would know since you're credited in it. So I figured, it, well, since I got you here, <laughs> no, I I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, do you have anything? Any any appearances coming up? You want to plug or anything? So we got the on yeah, I have uh... anything after that. I have two films just released. Okay. Uh, one's called The Macabre. Okay. And the other one is Harlow's Haunt. Both horror movies, I imagine? Yes. That's all nice. I called to do. I mean, I do a sitcom. Somebody asked me to. Yeah, right on. Yeah, well, fuck yeah. I'm an actor. You know, I study Shakespeare and the whole deal. <laughs> or two. For suits, <laughs> for suits, I say. <laughs> and again, the sitcoms where, where you can end up with them nice residual checks at the end of the run. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck! If you can get a series, you're set for life. Really, you get a series that does just a couple of seasons. 
Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're and, if you, and if you watch yourself, you can live for life off of that one, two years worth, probably. Well, I, I have a, it's not, it's not acting, but I have a friend that was in, well, he, he's since passed, but he was in the music business. Oh, oh, we lost him, but he's coming back. There we go. Maybe. Wow. There we go. Hey, you dropped out for a second. But as I was saying, I, I have a friend that, um, he was in the band Faith No More. He was the original singer of the band. They since went on and did much, much bigger things. Chuck Mosley. Chuck Mosley, yeah. He was a singer when he first started and he had one hit. And again, I work at the check cashing store. He would come up and cash his residual checks. He lived his whole life off of that one hit. I mean, he, didn't, he wasn't rich, you know, but he was able to pay his rent, buy his food and everything off of this one song. Incredible. Yeah. If he was used in a game or used in a commercial, which sometimes it was, he, he'd get a bump. It'd be like four or $5,000. And his normal checks would be a couple hundred, you know? But he, he lived a good life. I mean, he lived for his whole life on it. So, yeah, as you get one hit, you know, you can make all kinds of money. Yeah. Unless that one hits the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because then you get 41 cents. You know, it sucks. It <laughs> that sucks was 3G. That was the newest one, the newest what, one I did. Did from the newest one? Yeah. Oh, wow. From 3G, not the newest one, but from the newest oh, one I did. The newest one you were in is what I meant, yeah. Yeah, I think there's been there's been a few since then. The newest good one. <laughs> I loved it. I, I really did. And in my opinion, um, when I was I watching, it too. you really you really felt bad for Leatherface and for the family in general. You know, it's like you, you know, like yeah. I mean, yeah, of course they had like the crazies, but Le Leatherface seemed and it seemed like the townspeople were more evil than the family. Yeah. You know? And that's yeah. why when you finally got out and started hacking people up, you were like, right on, man. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, get him. Yeah. Right on. So um, we usually go for about an hour, and it's been about an hour. So we're going to start to wrap this up. Um, we're going to definitely um, check out those films that you were in, The Macabre, and uh, I forget what was the other one. Hollow's Haunt. Hollow's Haunt. Hollow's Haunt. We are gonna definitely haven't seen, have you seen Rock, Paper, Scissors yet? No, I haven't seen that. And Vic Miller wrote it. Oh, and, really? Uh, like Victor. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? Oh, God. Tom Holland directed it. Ooh. No shit. Yeah. And yeah, I'm in it. Uh, and I'm a it's big me, fan of Mike, me, Mike Madsen. Uh, any other names you might know? Uh, Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Neill. And. Uh, Maureen McCormick from the, <laughs> the Brady wow. Bunch. Yeah. Maureen McCormick. Yeah. yeah. But I, frankly, man, it, it's the best work I've ever done on camera. Oh, yeah, cool. man. We're going to check that out. We'll well, I'd like, like you to see it and then promote, you know, do a little promo for it because not a lot of people have seen it. We didn't get a, we didn't get a theatrical release because Sean Cunningham. Sean Cunningham, because the lawsuit between him and Victor Miller kind of got us blackballed for distribution. Yeah. It really fucked us up. Yeah, we're definitely Team Victor Miller on this show <laughs> when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah Cunningham's a jerk. Yeah, I, I, I hear. I hear from, uh, again, <laughs> of a lot of no, people. You're definitely not the first person in the business that yeah. I've heard say that. So, so, so um, and that, you know, and that's not libel or, or slander because he really is. It's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. It's true. Can't see me for slander, but it's true. It's true. So, um, Rob Dowell, right. he, uh, he, he, um, cosplays as, um, J Jason Voorhees 
and does a lot of charity work and, you know, like he'll take pictures, raise money for different causes. And he does that. So he wanted to know if you ever, um, if you ever do cosplay as grandpa and as no, much I'm going to say the answer is no. <laughs> I have done it two times and I won't do it again. Okay. There it is. There it is, Rob. He ain't doing it. And one of the, I'll tell you what, one of the reasons why is to get the makeup on and then to do all the photo ops, it takes me away from my table for like fucking three hours. Right, right. Where I could have made three times as much money as I did doing this, you know. Thing, exactly, so. exactly. I don't blame you. Yeah, no doubt. And especially if you don't like well, you asshole to get in there. Unless they, you know, yeah, if they coughed up the right amount of dough me, you know, that'd be a fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Well, right on. Like I said, you know, we usually go about an hour. We're a little bit over that. So we're going to get you out of here. And I want to thank you so okay. much. And I want to thank for Alan sure. Danziger for coming through and checking us out. And we are going to check out all three of those movies, but we're most interested, I think, in this rock, paper, scissors. We're going to we're gonna um review that for the podcast. And I'll I'll tag you on Facebook when we do and you can yeah, check we'll it definitely out. Get to oh, you. thank you. Thank you, so much. you can come on with us and talk to us again, you know, about it or something. But um, we're gonna get I you out. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. No, we Thank appreciate you, you man. On, Thank John. you so much, this man. Awesome. Really, really, really means a lot to you. We've got a lot honor. of guests in the past, yep. but you guys are like the first ones that were like in a big. I mean, obviously the most famous horror movie, period. But you know, the big giant movie that actually took the time and came on with us and we really appreciate yeah, that john it was our honor to have you soon. most definitely most definitely oh, well, thank you thank you so, and I'll look uh forward to you at cons and uh we'll yeah. check out these oh yeah i'll see you down the road i'll see you down the road definitely. i'll be talking to you sooner awesome. or later awesome well take it easy john and we're gonna get you out of here and then we're gonna wrap this thing up all right brother okay good night good night everybody good night, thanks john. thanks buddy all right all, all right. right a lot of a lot of um what do you call uh, struggles there a little bit. to get this going? But I think once we got going, I think yeah. it was all right. It was. I think it was pretty good. And uh, yeah, well, fucking awesome, man. Like, you know, just little kid from Cleveland got got got, got Texas Chainsaw Massacre people on the fucking podcast. You did. Not too bad, huh? Not too I, shady. I just, I just showed up. How, how, old, this was how old is this podcast? We've been doing this on here, the live one. Not even six months. Three, four months, but maybe I think Not six months six. total, maybe, for the uh, audio one and this. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Little, little Barry Horowitz right there. Pat on the back. No, nah, but we I couldn't know. do it without any of you guys. Go ahead. I know what happened to Alan. You know what happened to Alan? You know, his phone went black and then it went dead. I think Matt Groening's lawyers called him. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's him, dude. There's no know, doubt about it. But, again, we couldn't do this. Uh, all the people that are watching. Judy, what's up, Judy? How you doing? Um, yeah, Sean Cunningham definitely did ruin the fucking game. Yeah, Sean Cunningham ruined a lot of things. Oh, man, this fucker. So we couldn't do it without all you people listening, watching, sharing the stuff. So, oh, before we get out of here. Oh, yeah. Got this guy. I've seen some activity on the page. I love it. We've got about, I think, 20 people to enter this. So that's more than – that's enough people. I said if we get 10, 15, 20 people, we'll give it away. Mm -hmm. So we got that, whatever it is. Still – Share it. Still get people to enter. The way you enter to win this, sign C.J. Graham hockey mask that doesn't look like it did in the movie because some asshole made it gold, and that's why I don't want it, and that's why I'm giving it to you. But it still is certified. <laughs> it still is certified. Yep. It's signed C.J. Graham. If you know his signature, that's definitely it. Definitely. 18 kills. Yep. And we're going to give that away on the 21st. Two weeks from today. Two weeks from today. 
when um, we have Nina Yarrington, formerly of the Dolls of Horror, on to help us. We're going to do um, 1991, the year in horror, which is a great year for horror. She picked that. And um, so if you guys want to get into that, there's a – I don't know. Later I'll pin the post to the top of the page so it's easier yeah. to find. Right. But um, go on there. Tag one of your friends, and then you're entered. And if your friend likes the page – they will then be entered. Mm-hmm. So if they comment back to your comment and then like the page, I'll know that they want to be entered and they'll be entered. Right. So we got like 20-something so far. We're going to put it in the little screen head with the thing and we'll do the thing like we did before with the Ken Kersinger picture that nobody fucking wanted. It was impossible to get away. So we're doing better with this. Didn't, this didn't we draw it? I'm a nicer name for that anyway. And he, he didn't even want it. He said, yeah. fuck it, give it to somebody else. Well, here, I'm sure he already has. <laughs> and he was, on, he was on the thing. Yeah. But he was um, actually live. This but, is most people's opinion. The, the, the number one Jason there is a lot now maybe not most but quite a few people he's definitely on the Mount Rushmore of Jasons best, unlike Ken Kersinger who is a hundred percent at the bottom yes he is the worst agree agree <laughs> but uh we're gonna be giving that away and um hmm. so yeah so we're gonna wrap 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 this up thanks for everybody for coming out and supporting share this share the the YouTube I'll put the YouTube link up Get some people to watch it. Tag the Texas Chainsaw Massacre so we get some some eyes on this. Um, check out the Weed Hacker Massacre. Um, if you go to their Facebook page, there's a – I don't know if it's an Indiegogo or a Kickstarter, but some kind of crowdfunding thing that they're doing for that film. Um, I'm not really sure what it was about. Um, Alan had some problems. So he had to get out of here. And um, he, he's going to come on a later date and time, and we'll talk more about that. So – yeah, if you if you could donate anything, like it's always good to get these things moving with little donations, five, ten dollars. It all adds up. And uh it all it all adds up and helps these things get made, man. I mean, even back then with Texas Chainsaw, they did that with 80 grand. Yeah. Now adjust that for inflation today. Like a few hundred thousand. A few hundred grand, right? And you our friends that are doing this like are doing are doing this for ten grand. Wow. Thirty grand. Yeah. 40 grand and some of them the the, the the fan films that we've we've reviewed some of them are actually good films so some of these guys are doing really good stuff with these smaller budgets but they, they still need every penny helps because it, it feeds an actor for the day it does, it, it'll, yeah. it'll pay to advertise something i mean everything yeah. everything people, matters people forget that not only do you have to like pay for equipment and editing and all this stuff you, you got to feed all your people not just the actors but all the guys working behind the scenes right and, you and know, know these guys who work for yeah. a, a scale too i mean they, they gotta get on, paid. A, on a small like budget like that craft service is a huge part like of the mm-hmm. of the fucking funding yeah and every every dollar helps man so yeah so check out weed hacker massacre and we're gonna check out rock paper scissors we'll yeah, let you guys know when we're gonna do that and uh so it's um, it, 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 that was that was an awesome experience for me, yeah, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. I'm, I'm nowhere near as much of a chainsaw guy as him, but even yeah. for me, that was just fucking awesome. I mean, you know, I mean, if I gotta get <laughs> actors from the one of the movies, it's got 74, right? Yeah. I mean, because my only the only issue is that though, where the fuck do we go from here? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have a thing coming up on Monday. Yeah. You, you will not be involved with what <laughs> you will not be involved with oh. yeah well one you'll probably be at work and two um because it's a monday not a thursday mm-hmm. and uh but we are doing our christmas special we're recording it it will not air live because i'm smart enough to know that the people we rip off for our bits death curse society 
has a much bigger audience than us. Yeah. And if we try to go live while they're going live, you guys are just going to watch. I'd watch their show. Their show's better than ours. So we're not going to go live against them. We're going to, but that's the only time that I could get Robert Kurtzman, Adam Marcus, Mar- 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 Marcia King, um, and the star of the fucking film, as far as I'm concerned, Deborah Sullivan, my favorite actress in the movie. The only time we can get all of them together at one time, Christmassy thing. I'll, I'm going to try to do some Christmassy graphics and, See, and work my magic the best I can. See, there's there's two things. <laughs> <laughs> One, I want to talk to Robert Kurtzman. I would love to. And that's the thing. That's why I can't have you on the show hating on Marcus's work and pissing him off because I want to get him back in to talk about um, what, what's the Quentin Tarantino movie? Uh, all the Jane Silent Bob movies. Uh, all Nightmare on Elm Street movies that he did. Yeah. He did some Friday the 13th stuff, yes. which, oh, that's a whole other yes. thing. But his part of that you can't deny was great. You might not like Jason Goes to Hell, but you cannot de- deny Robert Kurtzman's part of that was great. Oh, it was awesome. Um, what, what else? Some, uh, From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, oh yeah. All of this good stuff. So There's one we, main thing. We, I have to, we have to yeah. ease him into the family here. Right, <laughs> and so we do a good show there. I talk him into coming on later mm-hmm. because he's only coming on because Adam's coming on. And Adam, I, I, I got Marcy to do it, but Marcy said, well, since Adam's doing it, he could do it. And it's a whole, it was a whole, it was a whole process, man. See. And going back and forth and see. secret Santa though, is what we're going to be talking about. And I want all of you that have not seen that movie between now and it won't, the, the show will probably release real close to Christmas. So try to watch it before then so you can know what we're talking about and see the film. I think it was a great film. Ryan did not agree with me as much, but um, that's okay. You know, some people like vanilla, some people like chocolate. And But I want you guys to see it so you guys can be the judges yourself. We're going we're gonna to talk all things about it. He made that movie with a very low budget. He made that movie with a lot of students. And he could, you know, we'll get into all of it. It's got some great stories, a great cast. And... Um, you know, like again, Robert Kurtzman's fucking—he's on the Mount yeah, Rushmore yeah, of what he does. Definitely. There's, I mean, you, you you got him, Tom Savini, Nicotero. I mean, you know, Nicotero was his partner, so you know. There's a couple of, of things in particular I'd love to ask Kurtzman about. Maybe I'll give you some. Notes. Well, you could shoot. You could shoot. Shoot in the comments if you're on there too. Uh, Maybe you can do that. I don't know. I should probably stay away. Okay. Well, we'll figure that out. But nevertheless, <laughs> that's what I'm doing on Monday. You're not recording the live anymore. What's it? You're I'm not, not recording it live. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna edit it, make it all pretty for this. So you know, it's gonna yeah, be great. So I wouldn't be able to. Oh, you wouldn't be able to be in the comments. You're right. right. You're right. You're right. So um, yeah, you could shoot me some texts and I'll, yeah, you know, that's, whatever. That's fine, but you know, then that brings up the bigger thing with Adam Marcus. <laughs> I, he, I definitely have to talk to him. Eventually, we're gonna get him on. But so I don't want to talk. We're gonna to have him Adam about, on. Yeah. This is his baby. This movie yeah. means a whole lot. I don't want to talk to him about that. Okay. Movie, yeah. I know you don't. I don't. So we want we want to celebrate Secret Santa. I love the film. I think you'll love the film if you watch it. Um, damn it, damn it, damn it! I had somewhere I was going and now I'm lost. So that's what we're doing on Monday. We're going to be recorded the week after. Craig Mukler is going to come on the show. Craig Mukler did Microwave Massacre. You can watch this movie for free on Tubi. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you it's a good movie. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to watch it, but it's worth watching because you got it's another Christmas thing. Maybe it, it was good that. Our thing with Craig Mukler got postponed because in the film, the actor, the main actor in the film that eats people and kills people and microwaves them is Frosty the Snowman from the legendary right. 
Christmas episode, Christmas cartoon. That's right. Jackie Vincent. The voice. So, yeah, yeah. you know, we're going to ask him, how the hell did you get Jackie Vincent yeah. to do this movie? You I'm know, gonna, I'm going to watch that on Saturday. Yeah. So I already have plans to do that. It's really, it, yeah. it, it, um, the first time I watched it, I liked it better than the second time, to be honest with you. It's, it, but I liked it a lot the first time because I like those cheesy, bad horror movies. And I like some of them. It is yeah. what it is. And you know, there's some, give them a there's some really cool parts in yeah. it, and it's funny, and you'll laugh, and then it then it kind of goes too long, to be uh -huh. honest with you. But um, Craig seems like a great guy. Like again, I always do my research when I'm having these guys on. I listen to any podcast they're on, and he's lived a crazy life. Like he, he his Rock Hudson's mother was his babysitter. Wow. I mean, who could say something like that? That's crazy. That is weird. And he's overcome a lot of things. He's in a lot of different movies, and he's still active today. Demonoids from Hell is another one of his movies that's also on Tubi. Just go to his IMDb page. You'll find a lot of his stuff on Tubi for free. We can talk about it. He's he's still making stuff. And he's just an all-around great guy. And he's going to be on next week. Week after that, yeah. Nina Yarrington yeah. going to help us out with this thing and then hopefully help us out with some things. We're, we're talking maybe we can get her on maybe at least once a month if she has the time so we can get a female's perspective on what we do here, which is, seems like kind of a cool thing to do. Big horror fan. She's on was on the Dolls of Horror podcast, and they do good did good stuff over there. I don't know what's going on with that. We'll talk to her about that. Yeah, what she's doing. I don't know, and I think that pretty much wraps it up. So, anything else you want to add today? Um, I'll talk to you off the air about most of it, but there goes the neighborhood.